With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash spoken. That's linkedin.com slash spoken. Terms and conditions apply. Your mom and dad. Your mom and dad. Your mom and dad. Your mom and dad. Well, welcome home, family. Welcome home. It's your, your mom, mom and dad. Lee's back. It does feel like a family. I again. caught him. <laughs> a stray dog has been caught. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lee, we missed you so oh, much. I missed you guys. It's it good just, to be back. It's so good to have you back. We're healthy now, so you can get on the premises. You came back from a vacay. Was it fun? I was amazing. I was so worried that I would get sick, though, because I like it's like a 50-50 for me to like get sick after The vacay. travel. Sure, <laughs> yeah. sure. But you are healthy. feeling great. We're all healthy and we're You went to New York? Yeah, I went but to But you didn't upstate. go to New York. You went yeah. to upstate, upstate New, York, New York, which, which I've like, never been to. Because I texted you and I was like, how's New York? And then you sent me a picture of the woods and I was yeah. like, I think you're mistaken <laughs> there's only one are you in but central park in the tri-state area yes oh, shit and i didn't I really love, know what that was i love dropping the tri-state area man. It's such a- nothing <laughs> feels better than saying the tri-state area and i got numerous dms after i was like where's the tri-state area because what i just that? keep saying it and people are like how did you not know what the I tri-state know. area it was, was actually and really I was, embarrassing it was a very embarrassing moment for me it was humbling you yeah. know I, mean, I was in the same spot i thought it was like chicago or something but that's yeah. what this podcast is about <laughs> Being honest, being it's humble about, about being, our shortcomings. It's learning, growing, being humbled, all of this. That's not what this podcast okay. is about at all. I mean, I love that, but it's like, you made it sound like we're like an inspirational, like entrepreneurial podcast. Like you got to be honest about your sales numbers, well, we're, you know, but I do feel. I thought we could transition into becoming like we start as a reality TV podcast and oh. then eventually, you know, when we're talking love, life, all of this. And then after being inspired by Zach Shalcross for so long that yeah. we eventually transition into an entrepreneurial life motivating podcast. You know, that brings up something very interesting, which is on the um, on the the f- finale. Yeah. One of the women who was got possibly going to be on the show said that she was a certified life coach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What is that? Well, because I thought. In order to be a life coach, you have to have done things in order to like show people how to do it. You know what I'm saying? It's like if you're like a, it's like if you're, you know what I'm saying? It's (laughs) like you got to know. It's like the golden fedora. But you don't know what she's done. Maybe she's. I'm not even talking about her. It made me then go into kind of like Instagram people. Like I randomly stumbled upon an ex, like a friend, like not really a friend, but a guy I knew Uh from back in the day. I don't even know how I ended up on his Instagram, but on it, he's now like a certified life coach. He, no, he's like a guy who like sits in front of the camera, like on Instagram and like tells people like what to do and how to live and how to get rich and how to do that. And I know for a fact he's not rich and yeah. he hasn't done anything. He still lives in the same place that I met it. Like, 
And I'm going like, that's what is that? Like that people can all of a sudden just be like, I can give you advice on how to be a baller. And yet I've done none of the things. <laughs> I love that. Like, I don't know how to cook, but I'm going to start a cooking show. Oh that, my God. Dude, it's exactly like that. You would, no one would I ever go, I want to take a cooking show from someone who doesn't know how to cook unless it's like, that's the gimmick. I would love to watch that. Though. I would, I, I, I would 100% start. I'll start a cooking channel today. And you start, you're basically starting but, from uh, but scratch, starting oh. from scratch. Oh. Holy shit! You guys. Wow, Evan. Okay, that was gorgeous. Maybe you should be like a PR. That maybe that's what your shtick should be. That's like a Patreon where it's like it's just called from scratch and the starting from scratch, starting from scratch, and no one and you have never cooked and (laughs) this you're gonna go from this to cooking unbelievable meals. Wait, I really really like that. But you know, kind of what I want my gimmick to be is I. uh, Lee, can you bleep this entire conversation? (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah, yeah. Because we can't have anyone stealing our idea. But here's kind of what I want my gimmick to be: is I kind of want it to be on Instagram, and I want to start a brand new Instagram and become a cooking channel, but never tell people that I don't know how to cook. So I want (laughs) to act the entire time like I'm a cooking pro, like I'm a chef. Is that and what you call a like, cooking professional? Yeah, no, it's, it's all about <laughs> confidence. That's yeah, like exactly. the, the TV chef is all. And you're about just like, wow, she puts a ketchup on it. Everything. <laughs> <laughs> everything has ketchup on it. There, I'm just like, I'm just like, okay, now time for the oil. And people are like, that's water. What is she no, like, doing? She's making cereal. Why is she on oil? <laughs> that's okay. I use this nice thin oil. It's it's, a, it's it's a white thin oil. And that's called milk. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I love this idea. We should we should talk about this. Oh, I do like that too. Damn. Let us know. Drop in the comments <laughs> on you YouTube if this, you know if you're interested in me starting a cooking channel. And also let me know: Do you want me to be honest and say starting from scratch and have me try to cook meals, or do you want me to act like I know how to be a chef and you all as the family know the shtick, but everybody else on Instagram doesn't and is like, why is it? And you all can leave comments then being like, wow, you're incredible. You're an inspiration. So and so ruse. it's a very confusing energy. Uh, like and then we'll idea. delete this episode when it goes viral so that yeah. nobody knows except all of you that are listening. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> and then you'll become an amazing chef through this whole oh. process. And this is like a win-win. And then I'll this get is... like, you know, chef level meals at the house. So this I'm is like, really this part is a of my journey. <laughs> Incredible, incredible. Well, welcome everyone. Friday. Welcome, welcome everyone. It is Friday. It's gorgeous because it's not too hot right now. And it's also gorgeous because today, as many of you know, we are talking controversial opinions. Yes. Your silly, ridiculous, controversial opinions, which honestly to me are very important because I think that's a way that you really get to know someone. Yes. When someone gives you their hot take, aka like we mentioned before, like friends are pointless, you really get to know someone quickly. <laughs> wild. You <know>? Wild opinion. <laughs> <laughs> you really <laughs> figure out the depths of someone. Yes. So we asked the family to friends send in... Friends <laughs> are pointless. I mean, that is such a wild... That's not even a take. That's just wild. Okay, sorry, continue. Sorry. <laughs> you know, like friends are pointless. I'm sorry, what? Oh, my I, didn't know was, say, I didn't hey. know that was debated in the live forum. But <clears throat> but so many people, so many members of the family sent in their fun, controversial opinions yeah. and takes. It was hundreds. It was and a lot. I cannot wait to get into it. So yeah. I say we hop in, but first maybe we each share. A yes. controversial take. Mm-hmm. I like that. Lee, Can I know we're putting you on the spot, oh, but if yeah. you think of one. Okay, let me think. You know. Okay. <clears throat> you want me to start? Yes. All right. Here it goes. 
friends are pointless. No, <laughs> yeah, oh my gosh. <laughs> that was a personal one for me. No, my take is that popular things are overrated. When I say popular things, I mean like there's a new pizza spot that everyone's raving about. I think it's overrated. And this is why. This is why. Because when something takes off and it's super popular, I don't doubt that it's good. But what I do know is it's going to take me a million years to get a reservation. Or if there's no reservations, there's always going to be a two hour line, a three hour wait. Mm. No. I would much rather just go to Domino's and get subpar pizza than have to extend myself for something that is maybe just going to be a little better. So how much of this has to do with you preemptively going into something that's incredible or the annoyance that there's a lot of people enjoying it at the same time you are? Maybe it's a patience issue, but I also feel like then I get maybe I get my hopes up. But when something's like popping off on Instagram, I'll use this for example. Sometimes there's makeup products that people are raving about on TikTok, mm-hmm. okay? And so I purchase said makeup product, and it's too expensive. And I put it on, and I'm like, or I have to go on a wait list for it, and then it comes in a month, and it was really expensive, and I put it on, and I was like, yeah, it definitely works better, Yeah, but I'd rather just go to Rite Aid. Right. You know what you're, I mean? It's like, you're like the, the percentage that it's better is not worth no. all the there's, drama There are very few things that lines. I've ever experienced that I'm like, my patience and maybe I'm just an impatient bitch. I don't know. But I'm like my patience, my my expectations are set through the roof. Yeah, I agree in that popularity, like the the work that you now have to do in order to uh, like enjoy that thing out like is, is too much. Yes. Like like, you know, what's a big one to me. Coffee shops. Yeah, if there's yeah, yeah, a yeah. line at a coffee shop oh, that's yeah. more than three people deep because they're just happening to get coffee. I'm driving by. But if they're like, <laughs> I got to get that coffee, Mm-mm. that's bananas. Like, it's bananas, right? You know I'd rather I mean? just yeah. make a cup of joe for my own house. But people, <laughs> there really is something about hype. That's what oh, I, right. People really can't... enjoy this idea that yeah. they're going to be a part of something that's like really big. Yeah. And it's not even about the product anymore. No, yeah. And you can't have popularity without a little bit of hype. That's and hype the thing. is always going to like, uh, you know, 100%. maybe, maybe it's the hype that I'm talking about. I don't, to me, I feel like I always will be disappointed when I hear that much hype yeah. or I have to wait too long. Especially. And I'd rather go subpar. Yes. Maybe I'm living, you know what? Maybe I'm living in a world where my life could be better if I just dove into mm. being patient and waiting for the hype. Maybe I'm living a subpar existence because, because I'm Disneyland? not worth the wait. Lines out the door. Yeah. Constant. But that's, but that's kind of the nature hype. of like just the what it theme is. park experience. Okay. Yeah. So I think like, yeah, in that case... <sighs> I guess that's not really hype, though. That's not really hype. That's just like, it's busy because a lot of people go there. When I go to to a theme park, I'm like, part of the process of a theme park and the energy is you wait in line, you talk with your friends. I see. I guess when I'm just going to a coffee shop and I'm standing alone in a line, maybe I need to learn how to be alone. I think here's the difference. (laughs) Here's the differentiating factor. Anytime something comes out that is just like everything else. But it's just new. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's the popular thing that I agree with you on. Yes. Where it's like there's a new coffee shop. There's a new pizza place. It's kind of like I mean, I've had really good pizza. So whatever this pizza is going to be is going to be about 3% better maybe. But yet the line's out the door yeah. and I got to call ahead three hours in advance. That coffee, I've had a million different types of coffee. There's no way this coffee is worth an hour wait. Like, That's, yes. As opposed to if you invent something. Then it's like I got to sure, try sure, that sure, out. Sure. Yeah. You're, you're nailing. It's product for mm-hmm. me. Experience. 
worth it. Yeah. I'll wait in line and, you know, spend the money on seeing an artist who I really want to see perform or go to a amusement park or something like that. But it's product. Yeah. Product. Popular products are overrated to me. Yes. Okay. Agreed. Wow. You're supposed to fight. Well, no, I I agree. Well, you know, this is family Friday fight night. Yeah, but I, but I, but you know, it's yeah, depends. It depends. But yes, I think it's like as long as something is like what I've already had before. That's where I'm like, this is BS. Okay. All right, I got one. Okay. Activities on vacations. Okay. No. No activities or like very oh, like little planned. I'd planned activities and like schedules. I mean, I mean like busyness on vacation. Oh yeah. Have I been torturing you? No, our entire no. <laughs> I'm saying, I'm saying a lot of people do this. Yeah, a lot yeah. of people go to vacation and they're like, cool. Okay. We landed in um, our tropical vacation. We have zip lining, hiking, <laughs> you know, horseback ride. And it's just like every day is five things. Yeah. 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 Don't, I don't want to go. Maybe pick three for the week. That's still a lot of activities. No. There's a lot of people out there that the second they land, it is like activity. Like they're never just chilling by the pool drinking. It's like busy, busy, busy. Are a you an lot active of people guy are like this. Oh, no. I'm on Evan's side on this one. Okay. I can't like, I guess I get too stressed. Yes. You know, it's like, especially with a group of people, it's like you have to go, okay, we're going to like these five museums today. And then it's like really like, I mean, like no disrespect for people who like, some people must get like really enjoy the whole like pedal to the metal. Yes. I will destroy myself on vacation. (laughs) Adrenaline. Adrenaline. Yeah. But I want to just like relax and walk around, get lost, you know, find a cool place. That was hot, by the way. I know, that was. was Get lost. That was like a that was kind of like a dating profile. I just want to sometimes I just want to get lost and I don't want to be found. Lee. I like that, Lee. I always save that, save that clip. I'm gonna clip it for myself. Clip yeah. it, post it. Okay, here's here's my thing. I in my younger age was more like that. Mm. As I've gotten older, I feel like the second we get to a hotel, you've got 30 minutes in me. And we got to move. Have you noticed this about me in recent years? It's like we land at the hotel. (laughs) Have I noticed this about you? Yes. He's like, I married one woman and here I am. Well, it's like you get going and it's like we just have been going for a year. And that's why we're going on vacation is to not get going. Like, where are we going to? I used to just be like down to gel. Like we'd get to the hotel room and I'd be like, let's take a nap and then figure it out and wander around. And now I'm like, yeah, I got 30 minutes in a hotel room. And then I'm like, we have to go to the pool or we have to go here or there. And I've got an itinerary to a certain degree and I do have a plan Yeah, because my anxiety, it just starts kicking in. I see what you're saying. I I don't know what it is, but I'm just like, I have to do, 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 do. Have a drink. (laughs) You know what I mean? I, I think I need to be, I need to be smarter as a husband and start getting you drunk quicker. So that by the time we get to the hotel, you're not like, okay, let's get going. Just you know airport I mean? drinks, airport drinks, airport drinks. Um, also, side note, there are two types of vacations with kids and without kids. Because when you go to that pool, 
right? Yeah. No kids, you're kind of like, cool, let me just close my eyes, enjoy the sun for a second, have a drink. With the kid, it's like, can you throw the thing? Can you throw me in the air? Can we play the game? Can we do the thing? See, you know what I mean? So I, it also and, depends on like and how. I don't need an itinerary <laughs> when we have our kiddo with us because we're, we're, sure. we're going the whole time. Then I don't need an itinerary. But if we're alone, yeah. I'm like now, I think I'm used to then going constantly because of having a little busy kiddo. Sure. That I'm like, now I feel anxious just sitting here. Yeah. Now, don't get me wrong. None of these activities aren't going to be athletic. <laughs> <laughs> Pull up competition. <laughs> None of these activities are going to include me putting my life on the line. Mm. Like, you know, you're talking about a zip line. It's going to be I've done it once. It's going to be a pass for me. OK, like you're going to tell me to, to climb a rock or go on a hike. That's not going to happen. Yeah. But what I can fill your itinerary with is restaurant cafe restaurant cafe yeah right right cafe. <laughs> you know what i mean but it's, it's gonna be booked we're not just like hanging i'm like we have this next this next this next yeah. now we're just going to more food destinations but mm. i'm on a food tour yeah right right but make right, sure right. that it's not a restaurant that's like too good so i don't have to wait in the line sure sure wow specific but i love it that's why we so love anyway. a cheesecake factory just loves loves I mean, I, I, just loves chains factory is great just yeah. loves chains oh there's there's a uh, controversial opinion. One. Chain restaurants slap. Like, I'm sorry. I know we live in just like a hub of incredible yeah. restaurants and I love to support a small business. So I yeah. love going. But don't get me wrong. Nothing hits Your harder. Your corporate slime. Don't make me feel Oh, yeah. You know what? <laughs> Let's just go out there and, and, and make billionaires more money, babe. Stop, no, I feel no, horrible. I'm, kidding. <laughs> I'm just saying the taste. It's the consistent. Taste it's consistent. Slaps, okay? Is it gelatinous? Maybe. You know what? You're a you're a creature of habit for sure when yeah. it comes to food. You but don't like, you don't you're not a big risk taker <clears> when it comes to food. Just my life in general. Maybe. But nothing slaps like a chain restaurant to me. Like you hit up a cheesecake factory, you hit up pf chang's oh. you hit up a yard house it does slap you hit up a red robin like that's i mean it's not far. great well, <laughs> you, you hit ever... up a marie calendar you're like whoa oh, well, don't diverting. get me started about the pot pie honey oh, man. wait did you guys ever go to sea plantation sometimes one time that was, like, that was not a thing was that your spot too. yeah and i'm so bummed like still bummed that they're like gone forever i guess they're also like sweet tomatoes somewhere else in the world it's like oh a, but yeah Okay, yeah, that's that's my like. I chain. do that was love your a chain? soup. <laughs> soup plantation. I do that's... love a soup, a clam chowder, and a bread oh, bowl. Oh, Panera's fire. Ooh. Panera's good for that. Panera's amazing. A soup and a sandwich, half and half. God. Come on, everybody. <laughs> Corporate slimes, you. <laughs> Lee, do you have any? I don't know. I was trying to think. I mean, I'm a pretty non-controversial, like non-confrontational person. No, this is like, a confrontation. This is just yeah. kind of like a lot of you know. This is kind of like anti-popular. Yeah. I don't know. I guess like shrimp is pretty mid. I gotta say, like shrimp weirds <laughs> me out. Is shrimp mid. is mid is a hot take, and I love that. <laughs> like, there's like definitely like transcendent shrimp out there, but like on the whole, like average shrimp is just bad. <laughs> transcendent <laughs> shrimp, dude. What? <laughs> There are some prawns that'll blow your socks it's off, true, but other true. than that, <laughs> I feel like shrimp is mid is like fire merch. You know what? Here's the thing: to piggyback on that, I also think lobster is mid. 
Mm, yeah, he kind of like lobster. Yeah. Hear me out. Lobster is just big shrimp. <laughs> yeah, right? dude, you, you bite it. You bite in the lobster. Bugs. It's the exact same. It's just bugs. It's just, it's just bugs, right? In water. And it's water bugs, dude. <laughs> and and when you bite into a lobster, it's the same exact texture as a shrimp. Similar taste. One's just dipped in butter, and so like they just make you think it's something new. Yeah. Also, it's why is it so expensive? It's also like so expensive. If if lobster was like five bucks, we'd be kind of like I think it would be like shrimp. You'd be like, sure, throw it on my pasta. Why not? But because it's expensive, that's the hype yeah. thing. It's hype. Oh, back oh, to York. Po- yeah. Lobster yeah. is bullshit when it comes to hype. Like when oh. you're paying seventy dollars yeah, for yeah. like people buy like these lobsters at dinner and it's I like seventy five dollars. Like, the process of getting it. I think that's why. It's but so what expensive. I'm saying is like the taste is not relative well, it doesn't to, match the, to the price. Doesn't or match popular. to the price. Yeah, I'll shrimp and lobster mid. mid. <laughs> wow. Like I'll it's ride for fine. crab though. Crab. I'm down with crab. Like, like king crab. King crab. That's worth it. Okay. <laughs> do you do the thing where you crack it and like dip it in the yeah, bag? Yeah. Yeah. Oof. <laughs> it's heavy metal. When people got when you got bags associated with what you're eating, that's very intense. But I love it. Okay, shrimp is mid. That I was like a good this. one. I like this. I. You know what? I feel similar. I'm like I'm I'm fine with it. Like I don't good. agree with the lobster one, but shrimp is mid. I can get shrimp behind. is like. And it, now now that you guys are saying sea bugs, never eat it again. Right, I'll never eat it again. <laughs> right. Well, shrimp just becomes whatever you're cooking it with. Like the flavor of shrimp. Yeah, it's, it's just it just becomes like if you're doing a garlicky pasta, it's just like garlicky pasta stuff like it's you know what i mean the flavor itself doesn't really hold shrimp's always dipped in in something like shrimp cocktail it's like completely swallowed in cocktail it sauce it's a hearty like, sauce no it's one a, eats strong. shrimp just straight yeah I it's think always when, yeah. and when it's cooked badly it's like really bad yeah, yeah that's all true. this is like the texture it's rubbery like or like crunchy, crunchy and yeah. yeah it's yeah yeah shrimp is mid i <laughs> actually have mid. to really agree with you on that <laughs> it's agree. fine like i enjoy it yeah. but it's not like gotta get me some shrimp <laughs> All right. Well, I like that. Thank you, Lee. Thank you. That was a good one, dude. Transcendent shrimp. Transcendent shrimp, dude. Should we get into the families? Yes, absolutely. Let's get into we the families. We have many to get to. Okay. Hi, mom and dad. I love the controversial opinions prompt. I have many controversial opinions, but one I will share today is somewhat seasonal as I saw that Starbucks is getting ready to bring them back. Oh, but I know where this is going. My controversial opinion is that uh, pumpkin spice lattes are trash. <laughs> I've tried multiple pumpkin spice lattes from different places. Mm-hmm. I would, took a sip or two and just had to throw them out. It's just like a spice more milk. It's just <gasps> gross. I do love <laughs> other pumpkin flavored things. So... It is just kind of funny that I don't like these, but I just, they're so gross. (laughs) And it makes me irrationally mad that they will bring pumpkin spice items into August. It's not fall yet, even here in the Midwest. And I just love to say fall for fall. And I'm not down for the PSLs. (laughs) Love you guys. Oh, PSL. 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 Listen, you know what? Hard agree. Oh, my God. You're so P- wrong. PSLs are... S- now, now, that is mid. Pumpkin flavor to me, mid, mid, You're mid. mid. <laughs> I'm 
Yeah, here we go. The first controversial. <laughs> Your whole life's made. Here's the thing. Hold there, on. Uh, before you continue, I just have one thing to say, which is, which is, there is a right and wrong answer for all these. So just continue for it. <laughs> Listen up, okay. I'm not disgusted by a PSL, a pumpkin spice latte. I don't drink it and think, oh my gosh, I'm going to vom. That's not the case. But I will, without fail, every single year, have one. And every time I go, you know what? It's that time of the year. I'll wait for fall, but I'm like, I'm going to have one. And then I dive into it. And every single time I have three sips of it and I'm done and I've wasted a PSL. I've wasted a drink. I've wasted my money. The same goes throughout fall. Anything pumpkin flavored. So mid. Okay. Every single year I try pumpkin bread. I have a couple bites of it and I'm really excited. And then I'm like, why do I sit pumpkin pie? I take a slice and I'm like, it's not. It's just, it's just, no. Hard agree. That is no, so wrong. hype. <laughs> you're wrong. So here's why. Pumpkin is timeless. It's it's old school, right? You're clearly just kind of like a Gen Z-er. You're you just, just like, work for Big Pumpkin. No, I work, I would love to work for Big Pumpkin, okay? You're kind of just like modern and you don't really know, you don't have like a history inside of you like I do. Cooking with pumpkin is like old OG, it's the same way I feel about cinnamon. I oh love my God. cinnamon. Evan's most favorite <clears throat> desserts include like pumpkin or cinnamon. Yes. Oh, but that's the fl- that's the flavor of the PSL base goods. Exactly. Mostly cinnamon. Yeah. Exactly. And Evan also is a hundred and two because it's like I'm timeless. for for. <laughs> I'm not old. I'm timeless. <laughs> Our next golden bachelor. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Oh my gosh. The Beatles are so bad because it's like back in the '60s. Sorry. <laughs> pumpkin. So here's the thing. Pumpkin is so good because also it's it's what's cool about pumpkin and cinnamon too is that it, it's like it's seasonal and I think that's cool. It's like, you know, you're busting out the hoodie right. because it's getting cold outside. So it, pumpkin cookies, pumpkin spice lattes, pumpkin pie, dude, it's all so good. But then how do you and feel I'm, about it starting in August? Doesn't that it's take a, the magic out of it? No, it's a fun surprise for sure. It's early. It came early. Oh, uh, okay. I, like, lo- I love pumpkin. I can't lie. There we go. But yeah. pumpkin in August, I mean, I feel like, do people drink iced pumpkin spice lattes? That feels that like an feels atrocity. Wrong. That yeah. feels really, that feels yeah. really wrong. I'm not yeah. even, I'm not a PSL uh, believer, but a, a iced PSL is not Dude, it. you got a PSL and you're picking out a Christmas tree or something? No. You Fire, pick out a, no, bro. you pick out a Christmas tree, you get hot chocolate, or you get a peppermint mocha. Peppermint mochas oh, are good too. Those are good too. But, but pumpkin, <laughs> pumpkin is like if you're old a uh, soul. You know what I mean? Oh old God. soul. <laughs> you know what I mean? Raised in the wrong era type. You know we all oh love those. Um, that's me. Like I said, I'm not saying I want to be this way. I just am this way. Timeless. <laughs> you and Lee are timeless. We're timeless. I mean, I haven't had a PSL in probably like fifteen, sixteen years. But oh my! Pumpkin God. bread. Pumpkin Fire. bread, pumpkin pie. Oh. But no, I went through a phase, like senior year of high school, when like we got to park on campus yeah. in the cold LA morning. Yeah. I would like go get a PSL like every day. Oh, to like, a PSL. Too much. Too much. <laughs> That's so good. I think I burned out of them, but I still oh. respect them. But. Yeah. Now listen, I, I there's always an argument to be made that like a PSL is very chemically tasting because it's all like fake processed stuff, right? So like when you have a PSL, you're not like feeling this is like really good pumpkin. This is like, you know, this is like manufactured in a warehouse somewhere. <laughs> 
but just the pumpkin flavor in general, huge fan of. I support. I, I, I'm a bit. I'm, I support big pumpkin. I'm a. I'm a. I'm a pumpkin head. I mean, let's just say what it is. Call me. Je- call me. Call me. Call me the pumpkin king. Call me the pumpkin king. Jack, call me Jack. I will say it is good for our marriage in the sense that every fall, Evan buys pumpkin pies and stores them in our refrigerator and like makes his way through a pumpkin pie, and I will never touch it. So we're not ever yeah, fighting over good. dessert pumpkin because pie, whipped cream. Oh, because oh, typically man. we'll be fighting over dessert. <laughs> yeah, because one of us is sneaking it constantly, sure. and then it runs out, and then the other person is upset when they want their late night dessert. Yeah. I will never touch your pumpkin pie. I'll take one bite. <laughs> One, one bite. bite and then be like, yep, You're not like, it. Not good enough. Nope. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm glad that we have differentials there because at least, you know, I get my own pie and you're not invited anyway to the old world. Yeah. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> All, right. All right. Next. <laughs> Hi, mom and dad. My name is Emily. Hi, I'm Emily. such a huge fan of you guys. So thanks for listening to my message. I have a lot of what I would consider controversial opinions, but the one that seems to get the most people up in arms is the fact that I absolutely hate games. Board games, Mm. card games, yard games. There is no faster way to kill a vibe than asking me to play a game. (laughs) In fact, if you feel the need to suggest we play games when we're hanging out, perhaps you're just not a fun or interesting person (laughs) that's stimulated by good conversation. Yes. I could go on and on about my disdain for (laughs) games, but I won't bore you with that. Um, thanks again for listening to my message. Goodbye. <laughs> Emily, I feel like you are going to find a lifelong partner in Evan over here. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> you and Evan just got married. <laughs> I'm cool with games because they occupy the boring people at a party. <laughs> it's like daycare for boring people. It's like a laser pointer for cats. It, it absolutely here, <clears throat> This is this is a PSA. <laughs> Games at a party <laughs> are the laser pointer for the boring people. <laughs> you could just kind of point it at the wall and they'll be like, what's that? And you're kind of like, cool, let them go. So we could actually have a good conversation and say some interesting things. And and, and I will say this. Games are, there's a spectrum. Uh-huh. A really good, like, like card game that like, not, not, not like poker, but like a game that like has prompts that are conversation starters. Oh, you mean like a, we're not really strangers? We're asking each other like conversational questions? Sure, or like, you know, oh, what's the really famous one? Um, oh, Cards Against Humanity. Cards Against Humanity. Like that's conversational and yeah. can bring up creativity. Yeah. But like Cornhole Dude. <laughs> Evan is so anti-Cornhole. He is cornhole, like, bro? He's going to start like a whole like movement against Cornhole. Cornhole is literally <laughs> like caveman level. Just like... A lot throwing of people talk, a thing in a hole. A lot of people talk when they play cornhole, No, they get though. too intense. And that's the thing, is I think mm-hmm. that what it does is there's, like, people who have replaced their personalities with, like, being super um, competitive. Cornhole kings and Competitive. Yeah. And it's like, when you can't turn your competitive nature off at, like, a backyard barbecue, I'm judging you. I, I That I can resonate yeah. with. You know what I'm saying? And it's, like, really intense. And it's like, I got winner and stuff that, you know, the stuff, like, starts being talked about, like, I got next. What about like, if you're in, in the middle of a, a backyard hang and someone busts out the cornhole, but they're, like, casually throwing it while you talk? It's like tossing a football. I'll jump in and ch- toss a bag every once in a while. <laughs> I'll play a game. But, like, if it's becoming a thing, I got to be drunk. Yeah. I got to be drinking a lot and then it becomes interesting because it's so boring. 
So anything that's like that, you know, anything that's like not conversational at a party is like, it's the laser dude. You nailed it. It's a laser pointer for the boring people. You 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 are you are a chatter at a party. Like you well, do dude, not like, want to do. What are we do, doing here? Yeah, right, yeah. You want to have conversation. Point, yeah, yeah. Okay. This is also a thing that's shifted recently for me. I've become a game person. Right. I used to hate games. Like I used to disdain board games, card games, all of this. Then. Once Ember got a little older, we started playing some card games and board games, which is so fun with her. Um, but now I want to play them with people. Now I'm like, oh, I kind of get this energy and now I like it because I feel like it does stimulate some fun conversation sometimes and brings the energy up. Now, where I will agree is I can't lie to you and say this is my ego. If I go to a party and it's with people that I haven't seen in a while like if I go to a party and it's my all of like our closest friends who I see all the time and someone busts out, you know, a game, I'm kind of like, yeah, cool. We see each other constantly. So this is a new thing. If I go to a party and it's people that I haven't seen in a hot minute and after I've been there for a few minutes, they bust out a game. I become so self-conscious mm. being like, am I so boring that you can't just sit and talk right. with me that you have to bring out a game? I make it about me. Uh. And then I get super in my head. And then I'm like, I got to leave because this person thinks I'm so boring that we need to play the game of life rather than speak to me. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I, I completely understand that emotion. But I think I think the cornholes, the things in that world are good for if you're having a party and a bunch of people you don't really know very well are going to be there. Mm -hmm. Yes. So like, let's say your kid goes to a school and you're like, let's have a birthday party where there's going to be like 15 sets of parents who I don't even know. Right. Have the cornhole, have the badminton or whatever it's called out there yeah, it's to play because it's kind of like, hey, Jeff is kind of weird and I don't really <laughs> know him. And like, if I don't want to get stuck talking to Jeff, <clears throat> give him the laser pointer, yeah. whatever. But if you have like a backyard hang where like you're like true 15 friends. people, you know, well, come over and there's like multiplicity of games set up. Dude, we have a close friend, a really a good buddy of mine who I've been roasting for 20 years about this. <laughs> it's true. 20 years straight up, because every time we hang out, like let's say we go to the beach, there's spike ball, volleyball, <laughs> oh, and yeah, there's no. nine games. He's like, you guys ready? And I'm like, dude, I didn't come here to sweat. Like. If I want to work out, I'll go to the gym. I didn't come to the beach at 35 years old to like be like exhausted playing this game with you. And he's like a very interesting guy. So I don't I know. know why he relies so heavily on games. But no matter how bad you roast him, he just keeps gaming. I think maybe the reason why for so long I had like hated a game is because I'm really bad at them. So then I'd go over to people's houses and they'd all be crushing cornhole or crushing whatever. And I don't have an athletic bone in my body and I consider cornhole a sport or I'm also not good at card games. My brain just doesn't operate that way. So then I'm just like, you're this really isn't good at beer pong, though. I'm decent at beer. Pong. Decent, yeah, yeah. That's the one thing. You know? Yeah. <laughs> um, but I think maybe that's why I hated it so got much, it. too. But <sighs> yeah, I just feel like the older we got, the more the like game thing you know became kind part of becomes of less and less of an important thing but i think the older we get the more games are brought into hangs yeah yeah not into it <laughs> <laughs> you know have a glass of wine and talk about something interesting no yeah, offense but agreed, you know agreed. all right next <laughs> 
Hi, Mom. Hi, Dad. Hi. This is your third favorite daughter behind Ashley and Ember, Blair. Hi, Blair. I'm calling to let you guys know about my hot take, but please forgive me because I know that you guys like this. I cannot get behind the show, friends. I think it is dumb. I think <laughs> it has an annoying laugh track, and I think the characters are annoying. <laughs> My favorites, I don't understand how anyone could have a comfort show that is not The Office, Arrested Development, or Parks and Rec. Uh-huh. Sure. So, yeah, there's my hot take, and I, you're never going to get me to watch it. <laughs> Love you. Blair, Blair, Blair. Blair, you've made Evan sad. Here's the thing. It's like Star Wars. It's like, you know, it's like <clears throat> when you, when I, so I work with these bands and these artists and a lot of them are very young and like early twenties and you bring up like star Wars. They're like, never seen it. Why would I watch that? It's like a lame old, uh-huh. uh, like sci-fi movie. Never seen it. You talk to someone my age. It's like, of course, it's like one of the best movies of all time. Watched it every day as a kid. Friends to me, even though I came into it later, mm-hmm. it, it reminds me of nostalgia. It's got a, like a nineties thing. It reminds me of my childhood, like the kind of energy, the fashion, the vibe. I go, Oh my God, that's got my, my childhood in it. If you're like 24, you're looking at that and going, yeah, it's kind of corny. And like the look is weird. So my thing is this, I agree with you. If you are under the age of 29, if you're over like the age of 29, generous. Generous, I yeah. think you you are wrong. <laughs> Especially if you're saying you're cool with The Office and Parks and Rec. Because that's the same thing. They're both like totally scripted, written. There's no laugh track, though. I, 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 I'm getting yeah, from 90s. you, Blair, you don't like Seinfeld that, either. that you don't like mm-hmm. a, a sitcom. Right. Probably the laugh track, which I understand. <clears throat> and it's not like a smart show. It's just fun and like yeah. free. Yeah. Versus like arrested development. That humor is like, yes. like, you know, that's like it's, high level humor. And like, if you don't like Seinfeld, you're just wrong. <laughs> so like, I'm glad you didn't bring up Seinfeld because that would have been a major issue. But friends, I can understand there's like, you know, whatever. What do you think? I mean, here's my thing with friends. I, I used to be a hater. Mm-hmm. I grew up my whole life. And I'm 34, right? So that was like my generation watching that. Everybody was watching it. I grew up being a massive Friends hater. I was like, it's just stupid. I don't get it. You know, I didn't understand. And I never, I would see like one episode here and there and be like, blah, not into it. And then one day when I was 27 years old, I started watching. I got pregnant and I was doing a lot of laying around and sleeping. First trimester, I started watching Friends. And I was like, this show is a warm blanket. Yes, it is. And I thought I wasn't going to be able to push through starting at 27 because now again, it's like it's older, it's grainy, the laugh tracks, everything. No, I loved it. Okay. And that's then when I brought you into it because you hadn't seen it. I started watching Friends and I was like, Evan, we got to watch this together. And then we binged and then we binged again and then we binged again. Yeah. Do you like Friends, Lee? I've I've actually never seen it. But uh, okay. I don't, it's when it's on, I like it. But I would say, Blair, I'm gonna be team you on this part. I believe the other shows you mentioned are better shows. I believe they are. Yes. I personally believe all They're those shows are shows, better sure. shows, better writing. But just Friends is warm blanket, cozy. 
I am struggling. My depression is through the roof. What am I to do? Turning on friends. Yeah, it is a warm blanket. It is a warm blanket. But yeah, Blair, I totally understand what you're saying. But if you are over the age of, let's say, 30, then you're just inherently wrong. We'll work (laughs) on that together. (laughs) Next. Hello, Justin Evan. It's me, Ari. Um, Okay, I just had to share my hot take because I feel like Ari, Ari. Jess Ari? will relate to it and Evan will think I am nuts. But my hot take is that I love going to the doctor. And if I could <laughs> oh God, go to so the doctor Ari. every single day without it impacting me financially, I would. I would ask for every test. I would get every procedure done. <laughs> if I could just constantly have blood work and just x-rays and whatever, I just always want to know what's going on inside of my body at all times like knowledge is power and um yeah i i look forward to going to the doctor knowledge I is power i love going to the doctor um yeah and i feel like that's an unpopular opinion but uh yeah let me know what you guys think okay first of all this is our girl ari love you ari love you, ari. ari and i are just like we just have the symbiosis of mind also check I'm out triggered right now by this check out, i'm so triggered check out sobriety the podcast ari's amazing she's been on chatty broads before okay oh, God, my anxiety actually this is no joke my anxiety went up a little bit <laughs> when i'll say this when ari and i are together and talking to evan our anxiety we fuel each other and we then are like oh i see you i see you with our anxiety guys her and ari when you're like sitting talking to them it's just like i could not i could not understand people less <laughs> than when it comes to their <laughs> obsession with like illness and like <laughs> ailments and like and like in like hospitals and all that stuff it's unbelievable okay so <clears throat> let me say this okay i love a doctor i love going to the doctor and i agree with ari if i could have tests done every single day i a hundred percent would all the blood work all the everything every single day yes it would make me feel so much better when i would start feeling an ache or a pain and i would just be able to know exactly what it is living in mystery i don't like it's Uh just like ari said knowledge is power it's the same way that the reason that I'm scared to die is because I don't know what happens after. Okay. I need to know exactly what's going on in my body. The problem for me is that I'm really bad at following through with um, appointments with scheduling because all of a sudden I'll be like, Hey, I need to go to this doctor. I'd love to go to the doctor constantly, but then I get anxious and then I don't go. And that is just a, a, a wormhole of anxiety. Yeah. Which is why I love Zocdoc. I know. I know why you I like love to Zocdoc go to doctors. because I can I can book online for the exact time that works with me. But I so agree. Now, dentist, other story. Obviously, I avoid the dentist at all costs. But the doctor, yeah. I'm like, bring it on, baby. I know why you like to go to the doctor. Yeah, it's because a lot of times what happens is doctors have crushes on you, and they think you're charming and beautiful. And then she comes back, and then she's like. <laughs> <clears throat> or like I'll even if I go with her and then it's like I'll just be like oh okay there's like a weird vibe going on here I'm like no wonder why she likes going to the doctor she gets hit on all the time so <clears throat> that's one first thing first of all how dare you come for a, this this is a very important profession do not make it like that okay yeah, no, shout out exactly to doctors second of all um, Ari you said knowledge is power <laughs> I have a counter to that which is ignorance is bliss <laughs> okay and and do you want bliss or power? Because you kind of sound like a power hungry. <laughs> like, so I don't know what's going on with your power dynamic. 
I'm more a bliss person. You know what I mean? So, and, and the thing with the hospital is like, it's the most in, or not the hospital, but the doctor, it's the most inconvenient experience ever. You got to drive there, sit in an uncomfortable chair for like 40 minutes while you fill out paperwork, then go in. And then some, somebody comes in and goes, interesting, interesting. Okay. Um, well, we're going to do 17 more tests and then hopefully you'll know. That's every doctor's appointment. <laughs> and then you have to drive to get tests. You know, that's fascinating. Yeah, I, I, I will be like, I will push it to the limit. I'll be like, oh, no. this whole thing, and my fingers are falling off, no, and I'm just like, no, I'm sure Evan doesn't fine. push it to the limit. Evan doesn't do it, and nothing like we will have like the most like ju- our arguments because I'll be like, Evan, you <laughs> need to go to the doctor. And by the way, I don't have you go. I don't push you to go to the doctor on a regular basis. Yeah. Like what I would love to do is just you know be at the doctors and getting checked up and checked in on all the time. Yes. yes. You, it will literally be like body parts are falling out of Evan and he'll be like, it's going to be okay. And let me just put a little butterfly bandage over this like gash. First of all, I don't use band-aids, so I don't use those. But if something is bleeding uh, extremely, I will wrap it. You know, I will, I will tourniquet myself a little bit. Evan performs surgery on himself. You like, like stitched yourself up. Oh no, yeah, big no, surgery no. guy. Uh, l- l- let me make this wow. clear. If he sees like an infection on like his hand or something, I have been there when he has like taken a knife, heated it up, and then split his hand open. Okay? Like I have watched him perform surgery with knives Drained on it, himself. And it worked out perfectly. It, so it is you want whose resume do you want to go with? <laughs> right now you're kind of like a certified life coach. I'm like, I lived it. Guy. Yeah, he's still alive. That's you know something. what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm a little bit of the guy who built the company and you're the guy, you're the person who got certified at some like center. So who knows? I don't know. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, no, I, I listen. I understand. It's like an anxiety thing. It's like, I want someone to tell me everything's okay. But going to the doctors, the process is incredibly inconvenient. I understand that it's not the warmest place in the world and it is, you know, it's the the bright fluorescent lights and it's a little bit chilly. So like physically, I don't love the feeling, but in my heart, wow, does it make it warm? Wow. Interesting. So, All yeah. right. Shout out Ari. I see you. Wow. You guys should, whenever you guys have little ailments, you guys should take each other. You know what? That should be what we do. That's what that should be. We your should have our regular trip time. together. Yes. I love that. <laughs> All right. Next. Hi, mom and dad. I love the pod. Love you guys. Longtime listener, first time caller. My controversial opinion is it should be socially acceptable to eat your boogers. <laughs> I don't know why it's not. I feel like it's super normal that people do it all the time, but people are always doing it in secret and feel really ashamed to say, I'm a booger eater. I feel like you should be able to loud and proud say, I'm a booger eater. And that's how I feel. I don't know. <laughs> Bye, guys. Love you. Okay, wait a second. I'm obsessed with you because this is a true controversial opinion. Like, this is a controversial take. Yeah, you are. <laughs> you are on a cruise in the middle of the ocean by yourself, in my opinion. That is a party of one. I don't know, though, because I think... Maybe she's, like, in a booger community, though, because she's talking like everyone does it. I'm going... Uh, yeah, I don't know anyone. <laughs> and if you do it now, 
I'm especially triggered by this one. Yeah, I have to say, Evan is... This for you is like oh top tier. Like you right now are probably having a hard time no, not like dry heaving because, you know, but of course children seen, nope. you know, you see a kiddo nope. who does a, does an excavation and then a, an eating. Dude, Evan, uh, I'll watch him be like physically dry heaving if he sees it. And I'm like watching a little kid who doesn't gross. I mean, like, it's just like a, this is a kid who doesn't gross me out at all. It's disgusting on, <laughs> on the levels. Dude, I remember... I was at something with Ember and I saw some little kid like pick his nose and eat it. And I almost vomited. <laughs> I'm so triggered by it. It is. Why are you eating it? Yeah, that's that's the I next. That's my question is why does something need to be edible? <laughs> like, it, maybe it won't kill you, but <clears throat> it's like, do you just why do you eat it? That's that's where it gets. There's got to be some I sort think, of medical reason why people eat their boogers. I think there should be more of a movement of like talking about picking your nose. We all, all of us pick our sure, nose. Like, come on, what's the shame in picking the nose? We all like we've all been driving. We've all got Gosh, the feeling, and we course. stick the finger up the nose. Okay, it is what it is. We don't we don't always have a handkerchief around <sighs> to you know handle the situation. Yeah. Sometimes you pick. Okay, the eating is 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 intense, and I love that you said this. I appreciate your honesty. <laughs> And I do accept you as a person, very, but I reject your brave. behavior. It is very brave. It's very brave. So I appreciate this forum. We've created this forum for you, this this free forum. And listen, I, I'm grateful that people can make their own choices. Yeah, that's the thing about it. You know right? what I mean? It's your body. But there are few things that are grosser to me than eating boogers. I have a question for you. This is gonna, I'm sorry, everybody. People are going to start puking oh, when I, when I ask this. I'm actually thinking about it. Now. It's making me <laughs> ill. But... Why I feel really I, I feel like I'm gonna get sick even asking this. People do people eat their earwax? Because it's kind of the same thing, right? Like we pick at our ears. <laughs> yeah, but no, but I know I see what you're saying. Like it's kind of the same like, concept. Like, I, but yeah. I've never heard of it's anybody. A hole really close but to I've the never other heard hole. of anybody eating earwax before, right? I don't think that that's a thing. But so, like, but like, isn't it kind of the same? I'm gonna get sick. Sorry. Isn't it kind of the same thing? <laughs> Lee's gonna get sick too. Uh, uh, but just imagine, uh, like, just like. You know, here's the thing. There must be a taste with the booger that is like sweeter. Oh, okay. No, right? I mean, I didn't need the, the definition. No, but I'm saying it, it must like, you know how people, when people cut themselves, they go like this. Do you do that? No. Me neither. Yeah. But people that. do when they say it tastes like pennies. Like you've tasted blood before, right? Yeah, like sure. You I mean, hit in the you mouth. In and your mouth. Yeah, yeah. It tastes like something. Ooh, so maybe some people out. like that taste. So like, it's like the idea of, thing. oh, I cut myself and then they suck on it. Maybe the booger is a version of that where it's like, oh, this is like a little note, like a little candy, a little green candy. Listen. A little sour apple, they call it. Listen, dear family member, I appreciate your bravery and, and, you know, it is your body. So, you know, you are, have your choice. (laughs) The beautiful thing is you have a limit, a a limitless supply of candy, candy forever. (laughs) (laughs) But I, I, I can't, I can't have your back on this one. This one, I I can, I, I I will say, you know, the the nose picking, sure. The consumption, it's not something that I, I'm going to be able to get behind. Oh, next. (laughs) Hi, mom and dad. Um, My name is Emily and I am a longtime listener, first time caller. Um, No, but I love you guys so much. You guys are so great. But my controversial opinion is that chocolate tastes like poison. Um, it's really oh. gross. Anyone who likes chocolate kind of gives me the ick. Whoa. Um, I've hated oh. it for my whole life. And it's not like I don't like 
bitter or like candy. Like your girl loves Aperol spritz. That's pretty bitter. Um, love candy. It's just chocolate is absolutely disgusting and it tastes like someone's trying to poison me whenever I like get a whiff of it. Um, Mm. that's, that's it. That's my controversial take. (laughs) So anyways, love you guys. Hope you're doing great. So we have we go from the, 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 the taste of boogers, the enjoyment of the taste of boogers to the to the rejection of chocolate. This I actually think was the same person. <laughs> the same person. <laughs> They're like and, and she goes at the end she goes, and you know what's interesting is boogers <laughs> actually taste very good. <laughs> I don't know what I'd do with myself, man. If that was if this is like we get another call, it's like boogers yeah it's oh just like God. that's like everyone's my calling world, in my reality it might crumble completely... especially because <laughs> it was like oh there's lots of people doing this but i'm um, saying maybe there are maybe, maybe there, there are. are it's an underground booger community yeah um okay chocolate tasting like poison i mean <sighs> there's probably just a wire in your brain that's not connected it's like the chocolate tasty connection you know, you know it what makes I mean? me think of people who don't like cilantro yeah they say cilantro Very tastes yeah. like soap. reaction I they feel. say this yeah. cilantro tastes like soap right mm-hmm. do you guys like cilantro i like cilantro you like cilantro it's neither here nor there i, mean, it's, I just when it's on like a taco i'm like yeah, cool but i'm, I'm never like, maybe, like can i get some cilantro yeah, maybe i like soap too i don't know yeah. okay yeah. It's, it's weird because i do eat bars of soap when i'm when i'm taking a bath so it tastes like soap to me <clears throat> really yeah like you really don't like it i really don't like it and it has like the actual soapy taste to me interesting mm-hmm. okay yeah i mean i would say that it's not controversial to say that it tastes like poison i think it's more just maybe you have some sort of like thing that makes it taste like poison to you that could be and also like chocolate by itself like no sugar added it's like well that's you know who's that right who has yeah. who has sugarless chocolate yeah. i was gonna say if like if we're talking dark chocolate i can get i i'm not a huge dark chocolate fan your milk because it's a little bitter i love a milk chocolate okay, okay. so i when she was explaining the aperol spritz thing with the bitterness i'm like this feels more like a dark chocolate but maybe when she has milk chocolate too. It just there's a, a, a thing in her palate that makes yeah. it taste bitter. Now, what's wild to me, Emily, is that you said that someone who likes chocolate gives you the ick. That's where the connection's totally different. Now there. that is, and I I love unlocking a new ick. That is an ick I have never heard before, and I have to tell you. I feel like most people like chocolate. Yeah. So for you, so I shrink that dating pool. Quick. I was going to say for you, the positive end of it is that you are going to find your person probably quite quickly because I would imagine like one out of a hundred people don't like chocolate. Uh, it's got to be more than that. Really? You yes. think? I'm just yes, like a chocolate connoisseur. I think chocolate is used in so many things too. There's so many desserts that has chocolate in it. Where it's not just, you know, like he's like just eating a bar of chocolate. I understand that. Maybe he's not your jam, but like every candy bar, ch- there's cakes. I mean, there's so much made of chocolate. So the fact that you're not getting into that. But yeah, the fact that you're then judging other people, which is you're kind of then judging like most of the world. <laughs> I think you need to do some introspection on yourself a little <laughs> bit and kind of start going, wait a second. It's me versus the world. You Maybe I should kind of ask myself a couple you questions. You can't help what gives you the ick. That's true. You can't help. That I'll That's stand true. by. And I, I really do think that it's just a beneficial to help slim out the dating pool. Yeah. Honestly, it's just an easy. That's an easy profile question on a dating profile to put up. Be like, if you like chocolate or yeah, if you like chocolate, don't bother messaging me. Interesting. And like a hard line, like do not message me. Interesting. And I wonder if she feels the same way about her friends, too. 
Interesting. Oh, yeah. Like she only has her, her friends all also don't like chocolate. Exactly. It's a small hang. Does Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory enrage you? Yeah. Are you disgusted <laughs> watching just all that chocolate, the chocolate river? Like, does it make you feel a, sick? Would you say that Willy Wonka is a horror movie? <laughs> yeah, 100%. <laughs> In the horror category. You're like, I love Saw. I love Blair Witch. And... Uh, Willy, Willy Wonka. Wonka. Those are my three, you know, my my three <laughs> most terrifying movies of all time. Wow! 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 Next. Hi, mom and dad. My name is Becky. I'm from Ohio. My controversial opinion is that I love when the days get shorter and it gets darker. Being in Ohio, we are definitely one. prone to having all four seasons. <sighs> And I hate this time of year when the days are so long and the sun comes up so early and it's still light until like nine o'clock. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. I love the winter where I get to drive to work and it's dark and I come home and it's dark. I am a little vampire and I love it. My husband thinks I'm crazy. Curious what you guys think. Bye. Becky, my soul connection. The darker it can be, the longer the better vampires for life when it gets dark at like if if it could get dark here at 5 p.m i would be like a thousand percent yeah i want it dark from 5 p.m until about 6 a.m 5 p.m to 6 a.m i want it okay 6 a.m is not i mean 6 a.m is kind of like it's a little dusky out it's just because i can't if listen, if I didn't have a kiddo, I would want it to be dark from 5 p.m. till 8 a.m. They said they like going to work when it's dark. That means they're getting up, showering, eating coffee, all in the dark. I would like that too if I didn't have a kid. Okay. With with the kiddo, I'm a little bit like, yeah. okay, I feel like then she, you know she's feeling still sleepy because it's dark. The, the 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 light wakes her up a little bit. Got it. But oh no, I the darker the better all the time. Just live in just in the evening. Oh, my God. I agree with you. I feel so much more anxiety when it stays light until like 9 p.m. or like 8 p.m. Yeah. I hate it. Lee? Yeah. I mean, I yeah, I mean, I like the gloom. I yeah, like gloom. We love a rain. You know, I like a, I would be able to offset it a little. I like the 5 a.m. light, but like, yeah, like 5 to 5. 5 to 5. That's cool with me. Five I to love five. that. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's it's gorgeous. Like, cause I don't want to wake up in darkness, but I don't mind when the darkness comes a little earlier. No. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I <laughs> again vehemently disagree <laughs> on every level, dude. It's like I guess you don't like joy, cause it's like, dude, the sunlight. Correct. I like the sadness. Yeah, you're you're a sad. Sa you guys are all sad sacks for sure. Absolutely. And I Absolutely. am like, dude, the sun <laughs> screams life. We're alive. <laughs> That's when the plants go, ah. <laughs> you know, it's when everyone's, it's like the energy, you, literally you're getting energy put through you by the sun, uh -huh. right? Mm -hmm. It's, it signals to me, like for me, my whole childhood growing up near the beach was like, like when it's summer, it's when the sun's the hottest and out the longest that signifies like we're going to the beach every day. We're having fun with our friends, endless playing. Right. So like that has gone into my adult life now where it's like when it's sunny out, that means that like, even if you finish with work, you can still 
grab like sangria at like a patio and like have a good time and it's nice or like go to the beach and it's long and you have sunset and you can have like some food with the sunset like it just signifies like we have so much more time to be doing fun shit but what if it's dark early it just kind of like my body starts go oh, i guess it's kind of time to start wrapping Nothing it up and go to bed gets more fun than when it gets dark out baby <laughs> now when you want to go to a bar with your friends at night yes that's when it's light out that's weird but other than that the sun being out late is my favorite thing I oh, if it's nine p.m. and the sun's still out, I'm like, yes. If I deeply live, I'm like, I want to live in a puddle. I want to live in the gloom. I want to live in the dark. I want to live in a cave. What okay? is that, by the way, guys? It's called. But what what is it about the cave? Oh, you know, it's, vibe. It's like the cave is a cons- it's consistency. It's like a consistent temperature. Yeah. You know, it's dark. You know, when the sun's out, it could be too bright too hot which i often feel oh yeah you guys get hot Um, but yeah i mean i grew up in santa monica right so like my favorite time was june june gloom they call it you know you go to the beach and it's cool and gray and yeah i don't know and no it's not weird at all (laughs) it's also i think i honestly think it's like a personality type like they're like you guys represent a large portion of people that like that kind of energy it's introspection to me i'm like i want to be indoors in the dark just flickering lights of like a fire and candles. My gosh. No. See, for me, no like, light. <laughs> my dream house is like open. Everything's open. Well, I don't know if this open. is going to work. That's so interesting. <laughs> That's so interesting. Um, but yeah. yeah. Uh, the, now, uh, can I say this, though? Mm-hmm. Can I agree? Can we agree that she's wrong when it comes to the morning? Like driving to work in the dark yeah is that's tough, brutal that's brutal man. oh man, I, I don't like it that's 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 getting out of bed when you're tired and it's pitch blackout is next level tough i like getting i like waking up and it being dark and like having my coffee and slowly coming into the day the work part is where i have to i that's the tough yeah, one like for get, me sitting down at your desk and it's pitch black like if it was if it was pitch black while i'm getting up on the weekend i love it but having to go to work is like then i'm 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 tired again i'm introspective yeah. i just want to be in my sweats and be cozy right. i think that's a lot of what the darkness signifies to me too i have cozy. two modes in the dark i'm either full cozy or your girl is wearing some knee-high leather boots and a crop yeah. And a red lip. Right, okay. So that's right. that. Those are the two modes. Danger and retreat. <laughs> and I love Attack it. Attack and retreat. Those are your two. Those are my two modes and I speeds. love it. Okay. <laughs> when it's dark, those are my options. Okay? Mm, okay. So that's what I like. But waking up, I'm never in the mood to be wearing, you know, a leather boot and a crop and a red lip. So I only want to be cozy. So Got having it. to go to work in that, I can't do. Understandable. Okay. All right. All right. Nice. Next. Mother and father, I love you so deeply. My name is Megan, and this is my controversial opinion. Three, two, (laughs) weddings are so embarrassing. (laughs) So deeply embarrassing. Like, I get embarrassed watching weddings. I can't even ever get married because, like, the thought of somebody even (laughs) suggesting to me that I have a wedding is something that I can't really... mm, like, I'm a people pleaser, so I'll say yes, but you're telling me that I not only have to, like, get married, like, sign a certificate, like, and now I'm joined with a person, ew, and then after that, I have to, like, dance with my dad and everybody to watch? That's good. No. 
that's so embarrassing. And then like, in, dance with my dad. You know these bachelorette parties and not bachelorette parties. What are my wedding showers? People are giving like unhinged gifts like, in front of my great aunt. Like I'm supposed to like not know what's in a bag and then open it up and then it's lingerie <laughs> in front of my mother. No, that's so embarrassing. No, and then like I have to like kiss. Oh my god! And then when people like ring the dingy thing, they ring the ding, and then you have to like kiss. Like that's hazing. Oh my god! I just I will like bless you too for doing it. I'm sure it was lovely. Um, but, no offense, yeah, I but could never. Peace and blessings. Weddings are embarrassing. Love you. Bye. Wait, you're very I am, funny. I that was very funny. I'm like I'm like Megan. You need to. I don't know if you're on on TikTok posting things or or have a yeah. podcast. You are a writer because that was a ten. That was funny. That was very funny. <laughs> you know what? When you put it that way. <laughs> no, honestly. Honestly, I like love. So I love going to weddings. Yeah. I love going to weddings. But now that Megan, Megan, you might have just convinced me. I loved our wedding, but you yeah. might have just convinced me, Megan, that weddings are very embarrassing. I mean, most ceremonies in general are kind of insane, right? When you yeah, like, it's, true, it's like they're true. ancient, you know, they're like old, very yeah, old. So living in a modern day when like there's all these, you're always doing all these rituals. It definitely it like is very strange. Um, like and the then, garter and the throwing of the bouquet yeah. is like so cringy and we <laughs> yeah. totally did it. Yeah. But it was oh, yeah. also when we did it, my whole body hurt. Yeah. Like I was so like this feels so cringy and everyone's looking at us, but I was like, well, it's part of the ceremony, right? So we're supposed yeah. to do it. And then when I look back on the photos, I'm like, oh man. <laughs> no, just... <laughs> honestly, I I actually very much enjoy weddings and I know it seems I, shocking. I know I probably think most people would <laughs> yeah. think I would hate weddings, but I actually very he much enjoy the them. I think the food's fantastic generally, free drinks, and you just kind of let loose and have fun. But to your point, I kind of agree. Like, there's kind of this, like, it's all so ridiculous yeah. that in order to enjoy it, you kind of have to turn your brain off. Because if you actually sit there and think about how ridiculous this is, you're like, what are we doing? There's yeah, yeah, all these yeah. weird little things we're doing for no reason at all. And yeah, dancing with your dad and throwing... <laughs> throwing bouquets and like it's absolutely ridiculous and clearly the whole thing is like a ceremony that's just been things people just tacked things onto it yes right like people just started doing random things and so it's become this like crazy thing like you do 47 things in a wedding but like a hundred years ago, they probably did two of them, but then everyone started doing rant. Like it's a, it's like a smorgasbord of just like random crap you do. Yes, and it is ridiculous. Yes. So I agree that it's absolutely <laughs> ridiculous, but I do think in order to truly enjoy a wedding, you have to turn your brain off and just let go. I have to be honest with everyone right now, and I don't know if I've ever told you this, but I feel like I probably have. I feel like you probably felt the same way. I was so embarrassed doing our first dance. Yeah, I was so embarrassed. Like well, I was, I was just looking at you and loving you, so I don't know what <laughs> you were doing, but that's interesting. Okay, that's fun. Continue. <laughs> I wasn't present at all in our love yeah. during our first dance. I there was no moment where I was able to turn it off and just be like, "I'm in this moment with you." I was thinking the entire time about everyone watching, and I was also like, "I'm such a bad dancer." Mm -hmm. Like in that form, I'm like, "I guess I can kind of move a little bit sometimes." You're if a great it's just dancer. like, I, I mean, if if you're a random, if I'm on like on a, a random dance floor with a DJ, but like proper dancing, well, sure. I don't know how to do that. Yeah. Okay, 
And so I was just in my head the entire time. I kept stepping all over your feet. I was stepping on my dress and I was so embarrassed the whole yeah. time. Yes. Yes. And I, re- and that was I a moment. That. I and understand. I don't know if you remember, but I looked at the DJ and was kind of like, we're done. Like the whole song that we were supposed to dance through was like a two and a half minute song. And after about 50 seconds, I was like, I kind of looked at the DJ and I was like, call the people up now. Yeah. Like, please have them join us. I don't want to be, <laughs> I don't want to be in the, in the center. Okay. Can I tack on? Yes. An opinion. And this is like, I am so passionate about this because I've participated in it in weddings and obviously been at many, all the weddings that this happens after the ceremony, everyone sits down and then they start playing music and the wedding party comes back in couple at a time. Oh, like a, like a, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Someone like from go, like they yeah. go, each side. Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, they'll, they'll be like, are everybody sitting down? And then the DJ goes, all right, welcome back. The best man and maid of honor, blah, yeah. blah, blah. And they introduce each wedding. Yeah. Part. Yeah. Yeah. And then they, you got to do some dumb shit where you go <laughs> in and you're like, and you're like, you're gonna, okay, be silly and do some stupid shit. And that makes my blood boil. Make it like it actually makes me angry. I've had to do it, and I'm just like, she's looking at me, and I'm hey, uh, yeah, I barely I met you two hours ago, and then we're supposed to do something silly together, and then we come out, and we're just like, dicky, 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 and everyone's kind of like, yay, it's these random friends. Like that whole process drives me mental. Oh. Just have them come sit down and then introduce the, the married couple, yeah, but it's like the idea that like there's this. You know, yeah, the wedding party. The wedding party gets introduced. It's like I could care. Who are these? Why would I care what these people are? Random friends. That that really gets me going. Especially if you're in a wedding and you gotta like be silly in front of a bunch of people. Yeah, I don't like that pressure. Oh, when I I've uh, yeah, Awful. no. When I when Awful. I've when I've been like one of the one of the uh, a bridesmaid or whatever, uh, I I am like, please, I just want to walk in. I I don't want to have to do like a dance, and then I'm like feeling pressure. Like, well, the person in front of us just did that, so now I gotta change something and like do something different. That was I don't mine. Know. That was mine. <laughs> I was gonna do the thing. I was gonna do the worm. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna do the thing where we where we do where we leapfrog over each other. You know what I mean? Because that's the shit you're doing. Next it. time I'm in a wedding, if I'm ever in another wedding, I'm gonna be like like ask the partner who I'm walking down with and be like, "Do you mind if I just punch you in the face?" <laughs> like, Seriously, that's exciting. I'm like, let's start a fight. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. All of a sudden, I'll pull your hair, or I'll punch you, or I'll trip you, and everyone gasps. And then it's like a full oh, food fight trip. brawl. I like the trip, you know. <laughs> like, let me oh, do something like that. I love the idea of tripping. That's great. Like you, like you're walking and you fall and you kind of like hit your face. Like it looks like you hit your face, and then like you have fake blood everywhere. Just like smush raspberry cake yeah, on my then, nose. Like, oh my god! Oh my god! And then it's bleeding everywhere, and your teeth is missing. Like that's good. But leapfrog, you know what I mean. Oh. <laughs> that would actually be really funny. So Sl- Megan, you go, you just slam your head. Oh my god! And you like have a like a mouthpiece that has no teeth. <laughs> so Megan, I fully understand. Though we did have a wedding, and though I do love to go to a wedding, I I completely hear completely you. Agree. And you've and you've convinced me. You've convinced me. Yes. Hi, mom and dad. Huh? Love the pod. Uh, my controversial opinion is that when you work in an office, you know, a lot of the times, like your supervisor will try to do like team building activities and they'll do like a lunch buffet or something like that, like on your lunch break. <laughs> and it's kind of one of those things where, yes, it's optional, but it's 
like unspoken, mm-hmm. everyone should still go. I think you should get paid for that. Mm-hmm. If I'm having to hang out with my coworkers, <laughs> which yeah. I would not choose to hang out with outside of work, then I should be getting paid. Also, I should not have to bring something that I cooked, which I paid for. Oh, like the nuts. company needs oh. to be providing oh. a catered buffet oh. if they want us to get together on lunch. That's just my opinion. This fries me, okay? This makes me so mad. I am so in agreement with this person. Yes. I... Oh my God. Okay. First of all, the whole team building activity with companies makes me mad in general. Okay. Like that is like, Hey, we all know what we're doing right now. Right. Most of us, if we're like in a corporate setting, most of us were like, we're doing this to make money. Yeah. This is not like, Hey, I want to hang out with all my coworkers. You, You don't need to inspire me to become more of a team. Okay. If there's drama in the team, then have us sit down with HR and we'll talk it through. Okay. If there's drama going on, but you know, what's going to cause more drama, you doing a team building activity with me, because if I have to go like on a weekend or something too, and go do some sort of like, you know, picnic and then like relay race with my team members, that's when drama starts. Okay. Mm -hmm. Because then I have to hang out with them outside. And then I start to realize like, Oh, I don't really like that person. Or they said this, and this is, this is weirder. No, I will never in my life get over when I worked at Victoria's Secret, okay, they would do um, at the end of they would do this regularly too. at the end of a um, at the end of the day. So after we're fully closed, which already takes so long to close a retail store and to get everything all organized. And I don't know if this was just my store that I was working at. I feel like it probably was a general thing. They would on a regular basis have us do like team building after work. Yeah, okay, so it's late because the mall would stay open. Be illegal. And they would make us do like chants together. Oh, yeah. Okay, no. so it would be like That's some pink. corporate shit. It'd be like yeah. pink, 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 pink. Uh. We'd be all clapping and like dancing around. And I'm like, I just want to go home. I've been working for a long time. I just folded a million thongs. I don't want to be chanting. <laughs> How do you fold a thong, pink. you know? Okay, good. That's a yeah. whole it's a whole technique. But I don't want to be chanting this, okay? If you're having us get together afterwards to show us that we have to learn how to fold a thong a new way, fine. Sure. But the team building and now with this whole situation where it's during your lunch and break. Like a, 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 and, and they were saying it's a potluck, so you got to bring something. Where you're spending your own money, I have to take time to make something. Lord knows, already like you know, obviously I'm starting my own cooking show, but I don't know how to make anything, so that's already a drama enough. And then I have to spend my money and bring it. But it's that whole. It's like we all have to have lunch together. I don't get a moment alone. Yes. And it is that whole thing of like it's not required, but if you don't do it, you're looked down upon. And then all of a sudden the boss is a little bit like, I don't know how committed you are to this yeah. team. And it's like, I'm doing plenty of work You're already. Like, I'm committed to my paycheck, not this team. What yeah, <laughs> I'm committed to doing a good job working and then committed to on my lunch break going in my car and scrolling through Instagram and eating my food alone. Yeah, like if you're, oh, if you're working so a job where you don't have like, if you're working a job where you don't have like deadlines and it's more just kind of like a duty job, let's say like you just have to like fill hours i would say that the way to do a team building exercise would be to be like hey after lunch for two hours you don't have to work we will pay you yes and we're gonna we're gonna go do this fun thing together so like we're gonna have 
like food and coffee or something like that and you guys can just hang and chill and we'll pay you to just like mix with each other and kind of get that vibe that's cool but like when you start taking time out of the work day this saturday we're having a team no. building oh, event no. it's wrong <laughs> it's illegal it's, absolutely wrong. it's wrong and also even that even like hey i know your work day normally ends at five we're gonna stop at three and now we're all gonna go exactly. to the tgif next door yes. i'm not even okay with that I'm like, you know, what's oh. team building to me is you telling me that I normally have to work to five. You're letting me off at 3 p.m. to go enjoy your life. And you know what that creates? Good morale. And yes. so then I'm happy and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to hop in the next day and I have a good attitude because I got to go home early and they paid me and I got to go do whatever I wanted. Yeah. You didn't force me. No, I, I'm like, I, I'm just, I'm so anti. <laughs> it's like whenever whenever corporations start referring to like their workers as like culture. Oh, and they're like, you know, God. the culture here at our company, you know what I mean? When it's like the culture here is that we make we're trying to make money. That is the yeah. culture. So, like, stop trying to masquerade it in this idea that, like, we're all on the same team. And no, it's, like, it's like there's no, no team. There's we're team all make just money trying to pay our goddamn bills because everything is so expensive. And all of us just want to have some some time with our friends, our family or time alone. Not more time here. Yes. <sighs> Sorry. Agreed. I get so it just sets me off. Yeah. The same. I, I, I feel the same way about meetings. I think meetings are stupid. Oh, yeah. You're so anti-meeting. I'm a big anti-meeting guy. Yeah. One email, meeting's over. There's no need for the meeting anymore. Mm -mm. Or you go, hey, guys, what do you think about this? Like that. Don't like it. Cool. Done. But the meetings on meetings on meetings, they're just talking about doing something for hours. No. Agreed. All right. Last one. Last one. Let's do it. Hi, mom and dad. I have a hot take for you all. I am done with the Christmas Carol. It's been around for too damn long. There's too damn many remakes of it. I don't need the Muppets version. I don't need the Sesame Street version. I don't need the Disney Channel version. I don't need any versions of the Christmas Carol. There's too many of them. And we have so much like has creativity not progressed enough that we have, I don't know, other Christmas stories that could be, you know, memorialized in American culture for all time and eternity. Home Alone 2, for example, hot take. I would love to see that performed on my stage every year. I would love it. But guess what they're not doing? Home Alone 2, because everybody's too freaking busy doing Christmas Carol, and I'm tired. Imagine how tired we are. First of all, do you own a stage? Yeah, my, my, my stage. stage. Are you are you a theater owner? No, we're talking about the world stage. Okay, oh, it is all of our stage. The world stage. Uh, okay. The Muppets. Come on. Uh, dear family member, love you so much, but shaming the Muppets Christmas Carol, you have crossed a personal line for me. Okay. Yeah, Jess is a diehard Carol head. I. The Muppets Christmas Carol brings up in me a sense of joy that will bring me out of the darkness of anything. Okay, there is nothing more beautiful and spectacular during the holiday season than watching the Muppets Christmas Carol. Jess loves that movie. And if I could make everything the Christmas Carol during the Christmas season, I would. <laughs> I think there's not enough. I will watch every version of the Christmas there's Carol. Not enough. <laughs> there's not enough. More. I'll watch every version of the Christmas Carol during the Christmas season. And I will also go, I make Evan go with me and watch it on stage. We go to Orange County and they always have the Christmas Carol. Yep. We do. 
And I need, I want more, more consumption of the Christmas Carol. Now, I understand if you don't like the Christmas Carol, there is a lot of it. But for those of us who love a Christmas Carol, it is pure joy. But the Christmas Carol, it's such a beautiful story. Yeah. Showing just like, just, you know, the the beauty in someone's turn in humanity when they realize just their greed and their selfishness. But isn't it so beautiful and the story is stunning. But isn't the story an old story? Yeah, it's Charles Dickens. Right, exactly. So where so my critique of the Christmas Carol which is not the story. It's it's that I could <laughs> understand someone being like, I don't want to watch movies of Muppets. Hey, oh, like, I think every I, movie could be like remade into Muppet. Like, I would watch Muppets, Star Wars, uh, <laughs> Muppet Godfather, oh, uh, Muppet Saw. I don't know, man. I, I, would, I, would, be, I would be a Muppet. <laughs> it's like Muppets getting their head cut off. Lee, let us go be Muppets together. I, I would, swear yeah. to God, that wow. is the best take I've ever heard in my life that everything should be turned into a Muppet movie. Okay. Wow. You? No, I'm not anti. I've I've converted truly, a little bit. How dare you critique a Muppet? Okay, how dare you? See, what I like about the Muppets is that the writing is like it has like adult innuendo in it, yes. and I think that's very good. Like, mm-hmm. it takes a child, a ch- very childy thing, and goes, oh, just like Yikes. these little characters with a hand in them, right? It's kind of like that's okay, a first very first of all. Or whatever you don't understand you know, marionettes. Using, okay, I can't even do the art of marionette. Like I can't even begin. The okay, art, yeah. Okay, <laughs> I cannot even. It don't is, even get me started. It is a little creepy and beautiful, but I will say that like I understand that. But I like the idea that they're taking something very childlike and then adding like elements to it that connects with adults. But I do understand that like watching movie of Muppets is like is like that's more of, it feels like more of a live thing like watching someone do marionette live is more the thing but how do you feel personally about the christmas carol a christmas carol the older i've gotten and then having a kid made me like it much more okay well, in my 20s i i didn't get it at all i, was I like, felt what, like is, what is this i do feel like this dear family member tapped into something that you would be excited about which is the home alone too because you are the big Home Alone Love guy Home in our Alone. house, and I don't get Home Alone. Huge Home Alone. I don't fan. get Home Alone at all. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't connect with it. I've never connected with it. And he—that's his Christmas movie, and mine is the Muppets Christmas Carol. So it can be war in the house yeah. during the holidays. But Christmas Carol is a better story because it's like a real—it's a real story versus Home Alone Two is like you know a movie. So like I—I I think the Christmas Carol is a better story, but I find that <sighs> Home Alone Two. You know, is a little bit more of a blockbustery movie. So that's that's my thought. I'm just asking this of the family member. One day, if you and I see each other, let me try to bring you over to my side. Okay, mm. I have brought Evan over a little bit. Okay, I believe in my power and my conviction about the Christmas Carol that I could get you to fall in love with the story. Give me. 24 hours okay we'll do a full bonanza give me 24 hours and i'll get you on my side that's all side note to wrap this whole thing up okay this inspired something else which is christmas caroling okay um i my opinion is that if someone comes to your house and then is christmas caroling to you okay it's extremely disrespectful (laughs) 
because I Lady have Grace. because you have to sit there and watch them, <laughs> and and you don't know what to do, right? You're not in a crowd, so you can't just kind of like watch. Yeah, you have they, they, you're caught off guard. You're like in your underwear, and you're like, excuse, oh hi, and it's always <laughs> at night, so you're kind of like, oh, why are you knocking on my door? Is everything okay? And they're like, good evening, sir. And then and then there's like five, I can picture Zach Christmas caroling it's the yes, only time that he yes. feels the need to. There's like five <clears throat> like theater kids. Okay, well, watch yourself. Who are sitting there going like, hit watch it. Watch yourself. One, two, three. Have a holly jolly. Oh, you didn't hit the high harmony on that. And it's like they're sitting there and they're performing for you. It's like when you watch videos of people on the subway in New York, like performing, like they're forcing my new single and they're like playing their guitar to the people who are sitting there, like coming home from work. <laughs> it's the same thing. It's like now I'm sitting there having to look dead in the eyes and you're forcing me to listen to you. And then, and then after you sing and force me to listen to your performance that I didn't want to see anyways. There's kind of like a, I need to tip you or give you something now. Right. And so like, that's super disrespectful too. So there is a level of like, yes, do I believe that if you enjoy caroling, you're a more joyful person and you have more love in your heart a thousand percent. But for those of us who have, who don't have that level of love in their heart, I think (laughs) you need Christmas carolers far and wide need to really do a check it up is, on themselves it is a forcible serenade oh you never want to be a captive audience yeah no know? no it is a it is a forced it's like serenade. old grandma stuff you know what i mean it's old people stuff it's like if you're old and you're like oh this is nice young people coming to my door sure if you're like 30 and you have two kids you're screaming in the house and i gotta sit and watch <laughs> you go you know silver bells <laughs> and you're just like oh my god and then and they always do like they don't just do like one song there's like three it's like a medley what if i have an idea a suggestion what if you just start singing along with them really loudly <laughs> perhaps like off key yeah you know what out. that's a great technique you know? they would like, hate it because you're participating you're in the moment yeah but like you're taking away their moment which is why they're doing it and they might cut it short and now they're the captive audience it's kind of like when a salesperson comes to your door. Bust out the MLM. Like, oh, have you heard about... Uh, do you want to make a million dollars overnight? Or have you heard about our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ? You know, if you start throwing at them, you start mm-hmm. selling them. And then they're like, you know what? They start they mark you off yeah. on the list. Wait, wait, wait. Let me get my guitar. I'll be right back. I'll be right back. Just, what key are you guys in? Just serenade, serenade a salesperson. Serenade to the left, your little flat. Um, oh, almost there. Good, good. And you start like coaching. And they're going to be like, oh, well, thank you so much. <laughs> And they're going to mark you off on the list like crazy guy wants to join in. I have a suggestion for Christmas carolers, people who have a passion for caroling. I think we should create an app or some sort of website where you can book times to have carolers come to you. Like the carolers are like, hey, we're performing Wednesday, Thursday, Friday on these days. And here are our time slots. And so then you can on the website be like, I'd love for you to come. They would to, get zero sign up. Okay. No one wants this. Okay, I will, this, is, this is forced on this people. Is gonna, this is a very anti-normally how I feel because I hate a serenade. But during the Christmas season, you know I love a Christmas carol. You know I become a different person during yeah. the Christmas season. I wear my Santa hat everywhere. You love Christmas. I love it so much. Yeah. That I would love Christmas carolers to come, but if I'm ready, if I'm oh, not yeah. ready, it's jarring. Actually, if Muppets came to my house, oh, oh, yeah, 
Come on, come on in. Uh, they can come, come anytime. They can come anytime. <laughs> That's insane. <laughs> anytime, baby. Oh, uh, well, I really felt like I got out a lot of poison in me. I did. We didn't fight that much, which is too bad, but like, I we fought enough. I thought we fought more with the audience. And that I'm was so impo- sorry, that was everybody. Good. You know what I mean? <laughs> <Sorry> like, <laughs> I felt like me and you didn't fight as much as we fought with. You beautiful family members, and that's okay. As but long that's as what someone family's fought, about. But that's what, what family's about: is we disagree, we argue sometimes, yes. but we end it with love, and we love you. We love all. you all so much. Um, thank you for participating. Yeah, thank you. And again, we literally had hundreds. So, per usual, with future call homes, we'll throw some in. Yes. Sound good? Yes, absolutely. We love you. Have a wonderful weekend, everyone, yes. and we will see you on Wednesday. We'll see you next week. <laughs> Bye. Bye.